All right. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another episode of What's Going On In There. I'm Stephen Tomlinson with Level 7. <laughs> and we're going to leave it at that for now. Uh, I'm joined by my much taller and significantly more accomplished fantasy football playing business partner, Dave Hollister. How you doing, Dave? I'm doing well. How are you? Excellent. Excellent. Uh, this is the podcast, of course, where we uh, ostensibly take a peek behind the curtain of some of Atlanta's most intriguing businesses under the pretense that we're going to talk about their facilities because, you know, level seven cleaning and facilities and all that. But we never do. We just really talk about their businesses. Uh, we, we like to talk to business leaders from around the metro area and hear all about their stories of how they came to be where they are, where it is they're heading next, all about their victories, challenges, and lessons learned along the way. So today, Dave... We are joined by two very impressive people making their mark in their respective industries. Mr. George Neuer, uh, President and CEO of Chief Facility Defense. Correct. Look forward to speaking with George about what he's got going on there. And uh, we have teamed up with George to look at uh, some projects in the past, and hopefully we'll be teaming up in uh, more opportunities in the future. But uh, we also have our old friend, the lovely Lisa Schultz with Cheers ATL. Thank you. And her official title is Chief party planner oh no you got that wrong okay what is it it's chief party officer chief party chief officer, party officer <laughs> and creative <laughs> and director creative director did, did they charge you extra on your business cards when you had to write all that out that's oh a, no that's a lie <laughs> well we'll just stick with the first part okay fair chief enough. party officer i chief. feel like that's easier to remember right. and also awesome that is yeah, such awesome. a fantastic <laughs> title in parentheses and also awesome yes so I think what we want to do before we really get started here is uh, Lisa, you can't for you know for those of you who cannot see what's going on on the table here, it's uh, it, it looks like a bar. We've it's a got, party. It is a party. Party in the corner and over here. So we, we I think that's a real good place to start. You don't want to like be having drinks at the end of the show. I want to get in that corner. <laughs> <laughs> I, and, and and we'll get into to to what uh, Cheers ATL is all about soon. But we do know that Cheers ATL likes to have a good time. I do like to have a good time. Yes, we do. Um, and we like to help others do the same. So that's what we're going to do today. Um, we'll pretend that it's after 5 because it's, af- it's you know, it's 5 o'clock somewhere. It's 5 o'clock right somewhere. Yeah. You Absolutely. Know, somewhere it is. That's right. So we don't have to, we don't have to worry about it. So we're going to get to it. So today, um, uh, quickly before we get uh, to everybody else, uh, we're going to make a, you got me like screwed up on this now. <laughs> A caramel apple Moscow mule, because we, we say caramel in the South, just I'm for the sorry. record. Yeah. Well, I'm not from the South. <laughs> you I, say, I, say, I say caramel. I don't. I don't know what that. Caramel. Are you from the South? Caramel. Eh, kinda. Okay. So He's I, part Yankee. I was born in Minnesota. Okay. So mm. you're neck of the woods. Were you really? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, when people say, I ask people where I'm from, and they're like, "You're from Minnesota," and I say, "How dare you <laughs> say that? I'm not from Minnesota, uh, but close enough. I'm from Wisconsin." Wisconsin. And People in Wisconsin love to drink because there's nothing else to do in the eight months of winter that we have there. So we're going to pretend because the weather's crappy today. Drum roll, please. Drum roll. Mm -hmm. We're going to make, this is a super easy drink. I'm all about making easy stuff. I like to make fancy stuff sometimes, but for the sake of time and also to follow along, which by the way, you can find this recipe on my website um, probably by the time this comes out, um, we're going to have a good time. So um, what we have here today, like I said, a caramel apple Moscow mule. Um, it is fall, so we got the fall flavors in there, but mm-hmm. it's not 
when we're in the south, it's not really fall in yeah, September. I was going to say it's not January. Yet. Right. I mean, the weather might be crappy today, but um, in a couple of days, it's going to be back in the 80s and beautiful like summer. So even though it kind of feels like summer outside, um, this is still a great drink to have. So I'm going to pour. Um, I've got mason jars here for the sake of uh, being efficient and also clean and not making a mess of the studio. Mm, but nice. of course, you know, you always serve Moscow meals in a copper mug just to um, keep the temperature correct. So I'm going to do uh, a full jigger, which is a one and a half ounces. So that's what that copper is all about. It's, it's, it's temperature It's control. temperature. Huh. Mike, it might just smell like something. caramel vodka in here. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Um, but anyway, so we're going to do one and a half ounces of caramel vodka. That's what you refer to as a jigger, correct? Yes. We don't ever use this when we make drinks. We just yeah. pour booze in the bottle. <laughs> I'm trying to be really good. Oh, sorry. I'm trying to be good. Let me tell you why. Because I, I have a heavy pour. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just, just I'm saving you guys. All right. I'm saving you guys. That's all I'm doing. So I tried to get apple cider, which I could not find at the store. So what I have is unfiltered apple juice because I feel like, you know, you get regular apple juice. It's not going to take have that full flavor. Mm -hmm. um, so if you can't find it, use the unfiltered kind, of course, if you just have apple juice and just use that. Can we tell our listening audience what you're doing so that they get the yes, recipe here? So of there, was, there so, was a jigger of vodka. Yeah, a jigger of vodka. So one and a half ounces is what I have. Um, my jigger is uh, one and a half ounces. And then I'm also doing the same of the unfiltered mm. apple juice or mm. apple cider. Oh, my gosh. Ooh. That's fancy. Now it's a party. <laughs> now it's a party. Holy moly. Um, so I'm going to pass these um, mason jars out real quick because I want you guys to participate here. Stephen, this is whoever's this is. I have a quarter of a lime since we're just making one drink. If you could just take each of you, take a lime. Yeah. And you're going to squeeze that right in your mason jar. Mm -hmm. As All much right. juice as you can get out. That was a pretty juicy one mm -hmm. from earlier um, that I cut. So I'm going to give you each a cap. Mm -hmm. When you're done, you can put it back in the bag when you're uh -oh. finished. Or you could leave it in there. I, I mean, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's party yeah, now. Went in Rome. <laughs> it's a party now. So just make sure that your mason jars are closed up all the way. Mm -hmm. Give it a real good shake. Get everything mixed shake around in there. Like a Polaroid picture. <laughs> <Mix it up. laughs> like a Polaroid. Who remembers that? Polaroid, like a Polaroid picture. picture. That's right. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's good. I've got some cups of ice here. I just happened to steal from the restaurant we were just at. <laughs> All right. Borrowed. I mean, you know, whatever. You can put as much ice in there as you want. I usually fill about three quarters of the way. Whatever works for you is great. Ooh. And the last thing that we're going to put in here is ginger beer, Ooh, uh, which is not beer. alcoholic, by the way. It's mm -hmm. kind of like root beer, but it's ginger beer. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I tried to give some to uh, my 12-year-old yesterday. I'm like, you have to taste this. And he's like, that looks alcoholic. I can't have any of that. I, I like, never said that when I was 12. <laughs> <laughs> Got a good kid there. First of all, why would I do that? Am I that terrible of a person that I would give you an alcoholic beverage? Um, but So he tasted it, and he's like, Ooh, this is spicy. It is a little spicy. So um, you want to pour as much as you like in there. Um, maybe a quarter to half of that bottle if you guys want to do the same. Um, go ahead and pour that in there. You just top it off with some ginger beer. So to recap, we had an ounce and a half of caramel vodka. We had an ounce and a half of unfiltered apple juice. Squeeze a quarter of a lime in there. 
Don't shake it. No, no, more, no, shaking. Shaking. no, no shaking. more shaking. No more shaking. Top it off with some uh, good ginger beer. You can swirl it around if you want. I feel like mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. kind of at least blends opens the flavors up, a little bit. It opens it up. Um, and then enjoy. <laughs> you can top an apple if you like. We can be fancy and yeah. top it with an apple on the side. Tap that apple. Sorry about Go ahead and either um, drop it in your drink or you can just put it right on the side there. We make it fancy. Uh, you could yeah. garnish it with all kinds of things. You could put a cinnamon stick in there, uh, which I didn't do today. You could put an apple. You could put it's a sprig good. of rosemary or something in there. Um, but, yeah, so you just enjoy. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Bottoms up. Absolutely. Bottoms up. Cheers. Lovely. Cheers. How about it? Cheers, We're going to have you back next month. Okay. Cheers. All right. I'll have something better next month. This is it's kind of spicy if you don't like ginger beer. <laughs> <laughs> Please uh, hold it excuse down me. over there, please. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. Wow. That is right tasty. So it is um, a little bit spicy. It's got all the fall flavors in there, but still keeps it nice and bubbly and light. And it's delicious. Yeah. And if you want it to be more of a mocktail, uh, minus the alcohol, which we could have done, um, you just leave the vodka out and you still get the good flavor cool yeah fantastic thank you might not be caramel at that point but if you even if you put a little bit of caramel flavoring in there and shook it around is it uh, car car caramel you almost have me saying caramel caramel it's 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 caramel flavored vodka yes got this it. is caramel got it, got did it. i say it right i can't do that <laughs> caramel <laughs> vodka and of course there's plenty of different brands that have caramel vodka awesome so, fantastic yeah. thank you no of course all right enjoy so, well, that's going to lube up the show. Vocal lube. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I think that's maybe a, a good lead-in to, to get started with you, Lisa. Uh, you know, we, we cheers ATL. You guys are, are kind of just hitting the ground running recently, right? Yes. Lisa, yes. of course, formerly of the Gwinnett Chamber. Um, yes. And is struck out on her own and uh, bought a big, awesome-looking trailer. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, Planet already got some events in yep. in the works. And yep. yeah, t tell me about like give us an idea of who your sort of primary customer is. What you know, who you serve. It's, it's pretty much corporate events, right? Yeah. So we focus mostly on corporate events. So weddings and things like that are not really our gig right now. Um, you never know in the future what we might break <laughs> into. But my background is in corporate events, um, networking, golf tournaments. Um, you know the fun um, stuff uh, the fun stuff mm -hmm. employee appreciation events which you know people sometimes don't think about a client appreciation we can help with planning you know between ideas and anything else that you know maybe you want to bring your vision to life um, management throughout that we can do help you with swag bags we can help you with any of the small details that maybe you don't have time for or just haven't thought about or don't have experience in. so um, it's always helpful to have someone there that that's their sole focus if you really want to make um, an impression on your clients or whoever you're bringing in um, events are a great way to you know brand your business um, say thank you mm -hmm. to employees to clients to um, anybody that you know you care about within your business that's a, that's so. a really big item up for us right now as we talked about a little while ago yeah. um, you know it's hard to find people that want to keep showing up these days and uh, everybody is running into that um, and so yeah we Dave and I were actually just talking to Lisa 
but we got to get something on the books. We've been talking about it for a while, an employee appreciation, make everybody feel the love and have a good time and but mm-hmm. work, work to the side for a minute. And it's important. Yeah, it is very important. Not everybody does that. And, and especially right now, you know, people are so bogged down with everything that's mm-hmm. going on mm-hmm. and everyone from, you know, business owners to, you know, just families and, you know, everyone's got such a weight on their shoulders. You know, you just have to take a break. Yep. Um, and just have a good time and, and take a load off and um i'm here for it hey absolutely. <laughs> we're for a good time. i'm here for it <laughs> all so right you, you did mention um our trailer we bought a brand new um totally awesome blackout uh trailer that we're outfitting for a mobile bar and cocktail lounge so we can have good times anywhere you can pull it up on linkedin right now mm-hmm. i just saw it yesterday it's a beaut yep yep so we're we're currently working on that now it's going to debut at the end of october and uh, we're going to do a lot of fun things with it. So um, if you've got indoor space and, and the access, you know, that we can pull this trailer into, we can do it inside, we can do it outside. Um, you know, you don't have to worry about the weather. We can do tenting. We have patio heaters. We've got furniture. We've got um, all kinds of fun things. So if you just want the trailer, we can do that. If you want a whole package, we can do that. Um, and I'll just bring the fun. And That's you awesome. guys don't worry about <laughs> it. That's bad. Easy enough. <laughs> Yeah, we could get you on retainer. I think that'd be a good idea for us. I think that would be excellent. <laughs> what a great idea. What a great idea. And especially, you know, right now that, um, you know, you kind of never know where things are going these days, yep. whether you have to be far apart, if you can be together, you can, you know, whatever. Um, I've had people inquire about, we're, we're going to start doing um, virtual cocktail parties. So even if you have friends across the country or clients across the country you want to do a virtual happy hour uh, we'll film that within our bar trailer so it's very professional looking uh, we can help you um, teach your clients or your friends or whoever it doesn't have to be corporate at all mm-hmm. we can teach you how to make a drink or two and you know it's it's something to do it's about the experience is so you could do is. private parties as well i mean that's something, mm-hmm. yeah i mean we can do big things small things um most of our you know on hands event planning is corporate like i said i don't really do weddings but our mobile bar and cocktail lounge might take us into different places so anything that you can imagine i would imagine uh with COVID numbers spiking up right now, that that's I don't know. You, you maybe you're getting some kickback on having gatherings right now. How how is that affecting the business? Um, I have not seen too much of that. I think people are sick of it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, you know, you want to be safe, and there's there are plenty of ways to be safe. I've done a lot of events in the last couple of years that all of this has been going on, yeah. um, and you know y- you can do it you can hold events you can still be safe at the same time yep so i mean it all just depends on what your thought process is depends on what you're trying to do Mm -hmm. but there are ways to make that happen Mm -hmm. so even if it is virtual like i said you just want to do something lighthearted and do a cocktail party or do something you can still get together and we can still help with that amen i like that wonderful Well, I'm going to move around the table that over here to my left is george newer uh who i just had the pleasure of meeting 15 minutes ago for right. the first time, although we, our, our paths have crossed indirectly a number of times. And um, as soon as I met you, George, I, I recognized that, uh, that there's a Southern accent there. And I was Slightly. like, all right, <laughs> this guy's not, a, he, he may be from the Atlanta area, but he's not from, right. from in, in town Atlanta. Yeah. So Carrollton native. Correct. Uh, and then uh, through Tallahassee for, for high school age. High school, right. And, and a little bit beyond, not much. Okay. 
and and just maybe give us an idea about maybe give us to start with the the kind of high level i know that uh chief facility defense started out had its origins as uh as a fire suppression company absolutely yep so i'll talk a little bit about that um went into the navy after i was in high school and i was ready to flee hometown no matter where it was i just wanted to get away yep and uh, i was stationed in san diego so i'm just going to tell you I highly recommend that. It mm. was a good time. <laughs> um, came home, and, and believe it or not, I was, I've always played the guitar <laughs> and sang a little bit. So I came home to Panama City Beach, Florida, which was a lot better than Tallahassee, mm-hmm. and, uh, and started playing a little music down there. Did that for about three or four years. Applied for the Atlanta Fire Department, and um, in 2000, I got hired there. Um, so, well, towards the end of 2000, and moved up to Atlanta again mm. back home <laughs> and um and started there so that's kind of where you know where I started with my career had a couple of other jobs you know after the, after the service um but Atlanta the fire department was my you know kind of my my long-term goal what was your home station station four okay so right right by Grady Hospital right okay. downtown right in the thick oh, thing wow. yeah and wow. uh, it was great I was on squad four hmm. um squad four is the Heavy Rescue, Technical Rescue Company. So I was a lieutenant there. I wound up retiring the lieutenant there. Um, But I spent the majority of my career there. And um, You guys are typically first responders in in, in almost most cases, right? Everything. And we we didn't do any medical. Um, Our unit didn't. The fire department does in general, but ours was a specialty unit. So hazardous materials, rope rescues, confined space, structural collapse. And then, um, you know, like even 9-11 here recently, we just had our, our 20 year on that. We, I was waiting to go to the recruit, re- recruit school, hmm. so they had us doing, you know, chores, drive around town and drop supplies off. And I was actually downtown at Station 7, and one of the guys, we were dropping supplies off that morning, and uh, one of the guys ran out and said, hey, you guys got to come check this out. Mm. The plane just flew into the building, and mm. that's how my fire department career started out. Wow. wow. Before I even made it to recruit school, so it was kind of a badge of honor. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was great. And then... Um, you know, 15 years uh, in the fire department. I retired in 2016 hmm. because of my business. Mm-hmm. Um, so in 2011, my business partner, Marty Van Dries, and I purchased a Chief Fire Protection Company. Mm-hmm. Long story there. I don't want to tell you how long it took <laughs> because it was at the end of the 08, you know, uh, financial issue mm-hmm. and, and lending was not happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, we, we made it happen and um, we started out with two employees um, and, uh, you know, a little building right in the west end of Atlanta, where it still is, mm-hmm. and uh, we, you know, it's it's grown since then. So um, in 2016, I was able to retire. We invested a lot of time in it, and um, now we've got a location in downtown Atlanta, the same one, one in Nashville, for Chief Fire Protection Company, hmm. and uh, we've got about 25 employees between the both. Um, started Chief Electric about two years ago in 2019, uh, full-term electrical contracting company. And that's been a great success. How, so, was, how was that jump? I mean, uh, I guess obviously you knew fire and fire, mm-hmm. fire suppression systems, mm-hmm. but you're, you're dealing with the same people who are making those decisions, I assume. Exactly. And, and what we started doing was low voltage work. So fire alarm panels, CCTV access control, and our customer and customer wanted us to provide a turnkey solution. So they wanted us to handle the electrical trades. Well, I started subcontracting that out and that didn't work out too well. Yep. So um, we took control of it, found a group, and started our own our own company, and it's grown since then. Um, Fantastic. We've got guys in three states today right now working. So that's been great. 
the end goal was to have a full turn facility maintenance company mm-hmm. and so we started a corporate office uh, and it's chief facility defense where it's in Buford mm-hmm. uh, but we're in again three or four states as we as we speak today with different projects and we've kind of taken a, a full turnkey approach um, you know to facility maintenance to take care of the major building systems life safety electrical plumbing hvac but then we also have ancillary things that the customers ask for mm-hmm. like level seven provides mm-hmm. and um so we, we've incorporated business and vendor partners so that we can offer that you know to our customer as a turnkey solution that's fantastic absolutely do you so all of your offices do you see uh will we'll, we'll, where the chief facility defense brand eventually i think if i heard you correctly in some places it's still chief fire defense only it, it chief fire protection company right. only and so it's it's cool well you know we're firemen mm-hmm. so we're very simple mm-hmm. you say give give a fireman two uh, steel ball bearings they'll break one lose the other one right <laughs> and uh, so we try to keep things very very simple um so all of our locations are named stations so station one is the atlanta office you know station two is land we bought in birmingham soon to come station three is in nashville mm-hmm. four is our corporate office and five is is um the electric so um, the fire protection company is growing on its own, but then, of course, Chief Facility Defense, CFD, if we have a customer that wants fire protection, we, you know, we bring in our group and we do it that way so that we can manage it almost like an account manager. Yeah, and, um, and Chief Facility Defense has become your full-time job. That's it. And gotcha. Yeah, I retired from the fire department in 2016 and never looked back. It was great. I loved it, but I'm glad. But the, glad the, the fire protection I guess offices and the and the electrical piece of it. Mm-hmm. Do, do you directly oversee those as well, or you kind of got those in good hands? I've got those in good hands by firemen I convinced to leave the job. There you go. Um, so <laughs> none of us have any business uh, training or or uh, no no college degrees between us. It was just you know a little that, sweat equity that can be to your advantage for sure. And um, so I, I got these guys out of the firehouse, and we worked together to figure out how to do it. And now they're running in each. Uh, entity is run by a, uh, a retired firefighter. Well, we know early you retired firefighter. Very cool. <laughs> They're not super old. We know you've got good contacts because you brought us in on a terrific opportunity. And Fantastic. We, and we didn't we didn't win that bid, but we're gonna we're gonna keep chipping away. There's now. more out there. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, well, so so you you gave us good background on uh, on, on sort of how you came to be mm-hmm. where you are. Uh, what do you what do you think about when you look into the future? What's where where is Chief Facility Defense in ten years? Well, I you know I think that no matter what company it is, um, the the trick is and and you know one of our one of our guiding principles in our company is the hedgehog um, the hedgehog uh, solution to where you find one thing and you're great at it. Mm-hmm. You don't get spread out so thin that you can't really you know manage all of them. So our hedgehog concept is inspections, test, and maintenance, and you know that's really where we focus. No matter what company it is, we we are there to maintain that that building. Ten years from now, I want to. We're constantly offering more for the customer. We don't want to be the cheapest. I don't want to go in there and say I'm I'm the cheapest we can possibly be. Mm-hmm. That brings a poor customer service. You know, mm-hmm. you're worried about your time on job right. instead of the quality that you're delivering. So we're constantly adding more things in. So you know, created created a customer portal now where we manage all the customers documents and inspection reports and and everything for them mm-hmm. we do training we do hands-on training for them and it's all complimentary because we're doing these you know these programs for them so 
I see in 10 years just growing what we're bringing in a simple way to the customer and, and make it more, you know, to um, enhance what we're bringing to that customer. Well, forgive me, I'm in the dark, but what, why is, what, why is, what's Hedgehog? How is, what's the, uh, so, so, I don't, uh, I don't know book, about a Hedgehog. It's fine. <laughs> um, I will tell you that uh, we, I, early, early in um, business, I figured out I don't, I don't really know anything. <laughs> and, good, uh, good thing to realize. So I, started, so I started reading and listening to podcasts, and um, I figured out that there's no sense in reinventing the wheel. There are tons of resources out there for business management and leadership. Um, again, didn't go to college. I'm, I'm a, I'm, I believe the, you know, sweat equity and, and learning as you go. Those mm-hmm. mistakes are invaluable for, mm-hmm. for business success. So we, I, you know, I decided to put these guys together and we started a leadership team and we started doing book studies. Um, and one of the first book studies we did was uh, Good to Great mm-hmm. uh, by Jim Collins. Mm-hmm. And, and in that book is there's several concepts and he did some tremendous study. It's a you know, he did he did built to last first, then good to great. Well, it should be done in, in reverse order. And, and to Jim's uh, point, he'll tell you that or has said that in the past. Um, there's different concepts throughout, right? And, and, and the biggest driving concept that took a company from good to great was number one leadership, level five leadership. He said he didn't want it to be a leadership book, right? But inevitably, as he did the research, he found that it was leadership that drove everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but within that leadership culture is to find the one thing so the the fox and the hedgehog Mm. you know the fox is always cunning and trying to find different ways to attack the hedgehog hedgehog rolls up in a ball and protects himself every time Mm. simple and wins every single time the fox runs around trying to find new ways but that hedgehog concept is the one thing consistently and one of the ceos that was in the one of the companies that you know uh that made it to that next level as a 25 time uh, multiplier of their growth mm. was said as if he was a diver, if he was an Olympic diver, he would do a swan dive every single time and it would be perfect every single time. No flips, no tent, just the mm. swan dive. Mm. And, and that's kind of the hedgehog concept is find that one thing and be the very best that you can be at it and, and exploit that the best way. So I that's like kind that. of the hedgehog concept. We kind of use the same analogy. Stephen and I both have backgrounds in restaurants, and uh, we use the same analogy as far as uh, the restaurants. Mm-hmm. You know, Do you want to go to a restaurant that has four things on their menu or the restaurant that has 45 things on their menu? You right. know, can you really do 45 things well? You know, And it's the same, same idea. Yep. And it's great. That's what everybody, you know, uh, it, it, Everywhere I've ever been with the, with the best menu, especially on the beach, you know, those are the greatest. Mm-hmm. I don't want to flip through 40 different things. I know I either want a burger, I want some oysters or something it's, like that, and yep. a cold beer, right? So exactly. make it simple for us and, and do that great. Mm-hmm. I always think of Guthrie's. Oh, man. <laughs> You're either going to get the chicken fingers or the chicken finger uh, sandwich. That's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> and, but, but it was, you know, lights out every single time. Consistency, That's right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, very good. Well, that, that's interesting, man. Uh, I, I definitely want to circle back to, to hear more about what you guys got going on. Um, so, Lisa. Yes. Let's talk about. Uh, <laughs> let's <Stop> talk. <laughs> I don't know what's going on over there, but no. Sounds like um, it's getting very interesting. <laughs> we can we can skip over the uh, the reading material okay, if you want to. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. How about? <laughs> How about uh, any uh, good movies or binge-worthy shows or great restaurants around Atlanta that you may recommend to our listeners? Oh, my gosh. Mm. Um, binge-worthy shows. You know, 
we don't watch a lot of TV, yeah. to be quite honest. But yeah. we're kind of late to the game on a lot of these things just because, you know, we had young kids and you don't get to really watch anything that you want to watch. <laughs> <laughs> when you what have are your kids, kids into? Uh, well, my kids are older now, so, you know, they're into video games and right. sports uh. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. No, no video games. Mm, yes, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you mean you don't like Pokemon or... Uh, yeah, Dave's kids are Dave's kids are a little bit younger. I got a I got a teenager. I got a six and an eight year old. Okay, so they're all in. Oh, they, Pokemon they and Mario and all mm. those things, right? Oh, Ninjago, yeah. Pokemon. I don't even know how to pronounce half of it. <laughs> <laughs> they you do. just go oh, along yeah. with it. You just right. go along with it. Right. Um, so, you know, anyways, we're we're kind of late to the game on you know some of the shows. Um, I'm not going to say anything that's. I guess uh, not already been out there, but we had uh, hooked ourselves onto Outlander. I don't know mm-hmm. if you, of course, I'm late. Do you, do you, had you watched that, Dave? I'm not familiar. Okay. Um, I've got some friends, but that I can tell you all fans. about Ninjago. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm surprised they still have that, actually. I don't know. I've been out of the Ninjago game for a little while. Yeah. Well, but, no, uh, it's, it's full force it's in my thing. house. Yeah, it's I can thing. tell you all about it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Magnificent. Miss Maisel, I think. Oh, yeah, that yeah one, the Marvelous Miss Maisel. That Marvelous. Yeah. Um, I've been waiting for that one to come back forever. Um, you know, there's you know, just stuff like that. Just, you know, we like to watch things that are um, just kind of mindless, yeah. to be quite honest. Right. You know, tune you, out the day. Yeah, just yeah. tune out the day. Um, I know this is, pr- we're sp- probably supposed to be discussing business type things like we're watching, but let's be honest. <laughs> you do it all day and you go home and you don't want to do it anymore, that's, right? That's right. That's exactly um, especially right. when you're a business owner. Um, I feel like it's not an eight to five right. schedule. Then, yeah. um, you work when you're needed, and sometimes it's six in the morning, and sometimes it's ten o'clock at night yep. or whatever. You know, I we've got late nights and long days and things like that, and you watch things that you just want to take your mind off of off of stuff and um, laugh a little bit or be shocked by things that you see on TV. <laughs> quite honestly, <laughs> <laughs> which one of those shows you are quite shocked? Oh yeah, which one? <laughs> <laughs> with what you see on TV, um, but yeah, so um, that's yeah, cool. Those are those are my. I'm waiting for those shows to come back. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna start. I'm, I need the new Ozark uh, season to, to come online. Do you know so. what? I have never watched one that's of those good. shows. Yeah, it's a oh, good one, and I always hear about it. You need um, to. It's good and dark. But people are like, you have to make sure that the kids are somewhere else when you watch it. Yeah, which is never the case. It's so. bananas. Yep, for yeah. sure. Yeah. We'll have to watch it. Uh, I came across a, a pretty funny cartoon that was introduced to me recently. Uh, Big Mouth. You ever seen Big Mouth? No. It's like some of the uh, cast members from Saturday Night Live. It's hilarious. If you come across it, highly recommend it. I mean, it's really stupid and really funny. <laughs> um, so, um, oh, <laughs> excuse me. Excuse me. Was not me. Pardon. pardon me. <laughs> it's a great, uh, great drink. <laughs> George, you got any favorites? Any movies or binge-worthy shows? I'm a I'm a Jason Bourne, James Bond kind of guy, yeah. but I will tell you, I haven't I'm late to the game too. Okay. But last last year, I guess it was last year, my wife and I started watching Yellowstone. Yeah, my dad loves that show. Golly. So I'm waiting. <laughs> You're hooked, November seventh huh? is coming out. Yeah, yeah, it's coming out, and we, we've already got it planned. I love it. Yep. Yeah, I, I've heard about that. I actually saw the first episode, and it does look good. It's dark as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like dark. I yeah. like dark. But, well, I, I'm, I'm like you. I, I just don't watch, cons- like, consistently enough. I'll watch a couple episodes and be like, 
hey, yeah, I can't wait for the next one. And then a month, then two months goes by, and I yeah. kind of forgot what happened. Right. And, yeah. I get sucked in some of these. Right? It's just like then I'm up until 3 in the morning, like watching the next one, and then watching the next one. <laughs> yeah. And then it's done, and then I'm just mad. Right. <laughs> then but it's over, and then I don't, don't have anything to watch the next exactly. night. <laughs> the last one that did that to me was Breaking Bad, and I came late to that party for sure because everybody had been talking about it, you know, back when it was on in the 2013 to 16 ballpark. and. I never watched a single episode, and then I like I discovered it last year, and yeah, I just mowed through that show. It's yeah. awesome. Yep. Um, Better Call Saul, I guess, is a spinoff that's supposed to be mm-hmm. good. Anyway, uh, back to business, Dave. You keep oh, sidetracking us here. How are the dogs going to do this weekend? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to the important stuff. What's yeah. the line on the game? I think we're favored by 30 and a half. Are you serious? Yeah, we're going to crush them. And we're going to crush them with our third-string quarterback. Right. Is it Stetson again? Uh, well, Stetson's, back? it's either Stetson or Carson. You okay. know, Stetson's got a you know, hurt back, apparently. Uh, it's hard when he throws five for five, right. 245 <laughs> yards and five touchdowns yeah. in the first half. The mailman. Yeah, he's, he's a stud. Yeah, you know, he's from right outside of Waycross, Georgia. Just saying. Just saying. Who else is from there? What a terrible place. Burt Reynolds. <laughs> Actually, that's a lie. He lied. He made that up. You know he who was, else is from there? Nats. And Nats. lots of them. Nats. Nats. <laughs> Steven and Nats, apparently. That's about right. And Burt Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. You said he made it up, huh? Pernell Roberts. Pernell Roberts. Uh, Trapper John MD. Mm-hmm. He didn't grow up there, I don't think. But anyway, yeah, that's, that's all we got. Well, that's, that's it. <laughs> Graham Parsons, uh, we, we can drop it. Um, so, Lisa, what would you say is some of the best advice a mentor has ever given you in your working life? A mentor? Um, well, let me tell you a little story. I don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> Autodidactic. Um, also, uh, late to the game, um, me, apparently, <laughs> um, in business. Um, you know, we talked about this a little bit at lunch uh, before we came here. And um, at 20 years ago, you know, I was 21 um, as a single mother and then ended up meeting my husband. And, um, you know, we had kids and being a mom is very difficult uh, to, to manage three. And we mm. had a business and, and I was running that and which was very successful, by the way, I had a bakery uh, for six years that was uh, very successful. Uh, we got to the point where I was going to have to grow again, or just kind of call it a day or take a break because my husband traveled for work. And it was just very busy. It's very busy time. Um, what type so- of bakery was it? I did custom cakes. Mm. So like all the little figurines, like the people and all that stuff. Um, I've always had that creative touch. That's cool. I have to have something to do, you know, with my hands. I have to get it out of my brain. And, you know, that's where the cocktails come in now. That's awesome. Uh, What a great way to use that (laughs) skill. Right? Cocktails or cakes. Like I can do both. (laughs) Um, But, you know, so I didn't, I wasn't automatically just right out of college into the um, business world. I actually went to college to be a police officer. Um, I went for Mm. criminal justice and um, that, you know, being a single mother kind of changed things a little bit, uh, a lot of it Mm -hmm. uh, for that, you know, career path. So, you know, I was uh, derailed a little bit, you know, being a mom for so long and, uh, but I've always had the entrepreneurial spirit and and the mind for it. Um, I'm always have to be busy I always have to be doing something and I have a lot of great ideas so um, I didn't really have a mentor per se um, I would say that if anyone's inspired me in my life if we can go that route mm-hmm. it would be my mom yeah. um, mm-hmm. my mom is a very strong woman 
has been, you know, through a lot of things in her life. Um, you are not going to tell her to do anything. She's going to do what she wants to do the way she wants to do it. Hmm. And that's it. And fortunately or unfortunately, it's rubbed off on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and also my daughter, um, who has the same personality and the same spirit. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's you just... Payback. It right? serves you well, though, right? <laughs> it's it's right. Um, but, um, you know, great things you can learn from, from your parents. And, you know, 20 years ago, I probably didn't realize that. Um, <laughs> you know, now that we're older and I've, I've raised a family and I've been in business and I've met lots of people, um, that's really where my inspiration comes from. And um, I'm sure she'd be glad to hear that. But uh, mm-hmm. And I should probably tell her more. So if you have a mentor or someone that's inspired you, you should tell them. I agree. That, that. is true. That is um, true. Because a lot of that goes unnoticed, that's right. I feel like. George, if you could go back 20 years and give yourself some advice, uh, what, what, what would you tell your 20 years younger self? Ugh. Um, probably have a little more balance. Mm. Um, I've, I've been a type A guy forever, <laughs> uh, either in sports or in the military or in the fire department. And um, when I hit business, it was the same thing. Yeah. And it was, you know, like you were saying, you know, six in the morning, five in the morning until, you know, eight or nine or 10 o'clock at night. And when I took on this, you know, when I, we purchased this company, we'd work on the fire, fire truck 24 hours get off that morning and I'd work until about 10 or 11 o'clock at night, get up the next morning, do it again, and then go back to the fire truck. And, mm, um, wow. it, and it took a toll, but it takes a toll on family. It takes a toll on yourself. You know, health is always, uh, should be number one. Can't take care of anyone else. Can't take care of yourself. That's true. And, um, I think if I, if I gave advice, it would be have a little more balance, um, in my younger days. I, I think I do a better job now. I, I try to get on a, a routine and stay disciplined a little more, um, than I did in the past and not just work. Um, but yeah, I think that that would be it is just, you know, balance between self, family and, and business. And sometimes one takes over the other, but you know, just that constant balance is probably a little, what that's, I needed a little more. That That's advice that I could stand to use right now. I'll tell you, man, I'm just, <laughs> I I'm, think everybody I'm just needs that advice. You know, sometimes you just need to hear it, even though you think it, you just need to hear it and it, you just need the reminder. It's, it's hard yeah. to balance you everything. Carve out it some is. Time. Yeah. Yeah. It is hard to do. Um, so Dave. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's nervous now. <clears throat> if you weren't in your current role with level seven <clears throat> facility services, <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> what is a likely alternative career path you may have chosen? I think I would have been a professional gambler. Yeah. Maybe a professional oh. family, or fantasy football player. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. Do they have those? Is yeah. that oh, a yeah. thing? Oh yeah, really? I've, I've I've got a confession, and, and I hope that some of our league members are listening to this. But uh, Dave got kicked out of my league because he was too good, <laughs> and he kept <laughs> he kept winning, and nobody else even really like knows about what's going on. With like the whole purpose of the league is just to get a bunch of knuckleheads together once right. a year, and uh, Dave shows up and, and starts paying attention and winning year after year, and, and everybody's like, "Who is this guy? You know, where, 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 where did he come from? <laughs> he, he's got to go. He's got to yeah. go. Whose friend guy. is this? Yeah." <laughs> It's uh, unbelievable. So mob rule won, and uh, Dave Dave pretty much got ejected. And uh, however, <laughs> what they don't know is that Dave is behind the scenes secretly managing my team. Well, there you go. I was about I, to say it sounds uh, like some <laughs> consulting is going on. So, so we are going to split the winnings when it's all said and done. Oh, so you kind of got your dream job. You're a fantasy football consultant. Well, yeah. If anybody pay very well. needs one, <laughs> we know one. It Here does not pay the bills. But. <laughs> 
Well, guys, um, do y'all have anything else that y'all would like to share with our listeners? Anything that uh, that, that we haven't covered well, yet? Well, let's today? tell them how to find us. That's well, a that's good a, idea. That's a great idea. Yes. I'll you start, start. please. <laughs> <laughs> um, cheersatlanta.com is where you can find us. Um, it's constantly being updated. Of course, we're also on Facebook and LinkedIn. Um, take our journey with us. You know, we're going to be outfitting this trailer, like I said. Uh, I'm going to post the updates, and uh, I'm excited for y'all to to see it and see where we go and hopefully join us and and uh, keep an eye on it. It's going to be great. Yeah, awesome. It's going to be great. Yeah, We're going to have a great You'll get a lot time. of business from us, I promise. Every time. Absolutely. Thank you guys so Sooner much. the better. I very much appreciate you. You bet. Thank you. So, uh, Chief Chief Facility Defense is chieffd.com. Um, find us on facebook as well and um yeah we're doing the same things you know we're, we're getting out there and we're growing um didn't talk about mission and core values that much um but i did want to say that our mission statement is super important to me it's mm. protect life and property and everything you know that's everything that we do so mm. you're going to see that on everything for us that's our brand um and we believe in it but yeah we're looking forward to a great 2022 i'm ready for a little more distance yeah, yeah, from, yeah, from what's yeah, been going on. Yeah, I hear and, that. Uh, but, uh, you know, we're, we're, I think, big things. And we certainly need to have a social. So uh, maybe I'm we can have a, a Moscow mule. There you go. Absolutely. Um, well, we don't have the readout sheet in front of us, but I think, I think I've got it. You know, I think Dave can probably handle it. Woo. <laughs> Pressure. <laughs> so, or <laughs> Stephen, t- take us out of here. So, we, we would like to thank our lovely guests today, Lisa Schultz and George Neuer. I uh, really appreciate you guys coming on, honestly. Thank you very much. Thank you, it's for, been a good thank you time. for having us. And uh, Dave and I are going to be doing this once a month. Um, we, we, we are going to have, I think, uh, Jackie Palakis with Mercedes-Benz Stadium on next month, if I'm not mistaken, and uh, a couple others that are exciting prospects and we're going to have lisa back to make drinks every month as well that's a okay. great idea <laughs> hey i will create something just for your show so on behalf of our guests and my esteemed partner dave hollister this is Stephen tomlinson with level seven facility services and you've been listening to business radio x Get in, get in, get in.